0: Nice. What up? Nice. This is the uh, this is the handsome podcast. That's right. Welcome, welcome to the good looking section of the pod,
1: where uh, neither of us are Luke, so we aren't uh, we aren't as versed in the. Welcome to yeah, another yeah, episode. Yeah. yeah. Of we, don't have, we don't have
0: our own intro pattern yet. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I was pulling up these stats that we were uh, just off the pod talking about that we're going to talk about. Things I, uh, I, like- I
0: looked them up today. I have I have my first uh, audio data dump segment ready to go. Perfect.
1: Um, OK, so we it's just Ben and I, because we decided this week with two games uh, and we have such a large cast of hosts now. Yeah, um, we actually can split our time. Yeah. So, Ben and I are going to talk
0: about the Tormenta match. And then, uh, this I don't was, know. This was planned before the Tormenta match. True. Yeah. Yeah. Where, like, you know, if we'd known how that was going to go, maybe we would have just skipped the whole thing. They're like, oh, let's just talk about the Open Cup. But uh, my point from last week still stands. We still haven't lost to Tormenta. I said, I said we'd have a clean sheet.
1: That was my first prediction. There we go. <laughs> We're already two for two. Um, we'll get to that here in a minute. Yeah. Um, So you are hoping? Well, first of all, I'm going to say if you're hoping to see Luke, Camille, or likely Riley, you're going to have to wait till after the Open Cup match. Mm. Uh, We're recording Monday night. Mm -hmm. Open Cup matches tomorrow. Um, Hopefully, I don't know. Um, I think think Camille's out of town. Yeah, Camille's been quick though. She has. So yeah, we we have not cleared with her if she's going to do this or not. So we'll see what she does. But yeah, uh, first bit of news: we have another. Former UNO Maverick joining the team. Uh, does he go by Eddie? I don't know. I don't know. They, they've but listed him else. as Eddie. Yeah, Eddie Gordon, Edward Gordon. Yeah, uh, the man with no name. The the man who everybody thinks is a NASCAR driver, apparently, or some kind of a driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't know. I don't follow racing enough to know what that means.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think the implication was with a name like Ed Gordon, it sounds like you should be racing. Ah, he should be okay. <laughs> That that helps. Um, so based on what the
1: team released, he uh played for Creighton Prep. Yep, was two-time Gatorade player of the year.
0: Uh Nebraska 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 Gatorade player of the year, yeah. For for soccer, which is still pretty impressive. It's great two times. Um probably was in for prep. Diego Gutierrez was in high school. It counts for something.
1: Yeah. And so he did won one state title and runners up twice, right? Is that what I think so. It was something like that. So I mean, good prep career. Creighton Prep yeah. is a good school, yeah. Um, especially, with, I think with sports, they seem to be fairly good. Football and soccer. I can't it's- comment
0: on the academics or the cultural aspect of it, but they do seem <laughs> good. <at> sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that you can get academic
1: scholarships even yeah. if you're yeah, yeah. not academically inclined. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and then uh, played for UNO. Um, I, they had something else on his UNO career. He.
0: He, he had he had uh, several what I would uh, when I worked for the club would have called notable achievements. But, you know, yeah, yeah. one fact checkers might have taken exception to. So made, I think there were uh, a few academic All-Americans in there.
1: Yeah. So made a Summit League tournament team and was and then was on the entire league second team in 2021. So, um, yeah, pretty. I mean. You know, coming from, you know, another local boy, I think that helps a lot. Um, Yeah. I think that, I think when this team was first announced and I was talking to people locally and knowing it was, you know, third tier soccer, I think a lot of people were anticipating this type of, these types of signings. Yeah.
0: um, Where it was going to be,
1: you know, Creighton Guy, especially once Jay was announced. A
0: A guy who Jay has coached multiple places. Right.
1: Yeah. Right yeah i think it was one of those things that we we all hoped that we get to this point and i think this is just the start you get guys you know some of these former creighton players have been pros for a
0: while um uh no one no one talked about fabian herbers in our uh last thing but there's a creighton player we could be seeing tomorrow night that's true yeah um
1: I thought you were going to talk about that kid that just transferred to the Creighton basketball team, and I was like, we don't need to talk about basketball. Ben,
0: wait. So Creighton just got a. Did they get that kid from uh, Detroit Mercy. Uh,
1: they got the kid from TCU. I don't know. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I don't pay. I don't pay close enough attention. Yeah, um, personal news. Ben does this, but I got accepted into the UNO Master's of Public Administration program. Uh, signed up for classes this past weekend. Nice. So start in the fall. So nice. now now I'm a Mav so I can't care about stuff. So.
0: yeah no that's that's fair you, you gotta pick a side
1: yeah. I well, uh, I picked mine
0: yeah now what's weird is uh everything about my past and uh like my my upbringing whatever like uh fully would align me with Creighton both both <laughs> personal family married into whatever I've been to a number of uh yeah yeah anyway. Uh, but, like, I can't root for them in soccer. Like, every time they play, I end up rooting for the Mavs. And, like, I'm not – I can't quite figure it out. But, like, uh,
1: I, yeah. I mean, one, I, we're delaying wanting to talk about this match, and that's okay. That uh, yeah, is fine.
0: But we be but on I think, I think other part things.
1: of the – well, I think part of the appeal of UNO is the story behind how they ended up with men's soccer. Yes, absolutely. You know, and then how quickly Jay was able to get them to be a contender and a competitive and then the per a person that takes over for him then is a guy he coached under at one point oh yeah 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 Yeah. i just i think that there's a lot of appeal there um okay i i suppose
0: we should talk about well let's 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 continue the eddie gordon theme
1: oh yeah i like this
0: so i felt like, we have a habit of making announcements when we need the players to play immediately. Yeah. I think Jaime Ponce. <laughs> Ponce. Yeah. Ponce. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, I, somebody, I wasn't the only person who, who thought this, but I, I you know, yeah. when I saw it, I was like, well, we're going to see him Saturday. We did. Yeah. And we did. And, you know, others, others pointed it out as well. So, full credit to those folks.
1: Oh, if we want to delay talking about this match, we did forget one other piece of news. Oh, which is? the wwt partnership oh yeah yeah local
0: broadcast more because there were a lot of conversations about it and i was like i don't know man is it gonna come
1: on youtube tv (laughs) no so uh 11 matches which started with the one on saturday great um so it's 11 matches they're being played on uh circle which is a wwt like substation yes well yeah don't do the.
0: i know i know be careful with the hands for wordpress it's short for wordpress that's right um, our
1: website runs on. So, I was I was happy about this for a number of reasons. One, uh, that Circle TV is both uh, over the air broadcast and cable, so you That's can great. get it both ways. Uh, two, this means that now two local stations have a buy into this team because KTV mm. covers us extensively. Shout out to Matt F. Fo- yeah, Foster. Matt, F. Matt Foster. Yeah, Foster. <laughs> uh, dude has been. A champion for this team yeah, from, from um but now do, as i said to my wife this kind of forces wwt to talk about the team at some point because if they're going to be on one of your substations you kind of have to die. yeah yeah
0: you're now invested in promoting this yeah so uh the only two home games are our
1: first home game and our last home game the other nine were are away matches so yeah that's that uh, sounds great that sounds fabulous i'm super excited to, And I said this on the Omaha Parliament Discord. I said, my excitement about it is it doesn't matter if you can afford ESPN Plus. It doesn't matter if you can afford cable. If you have an antenna, you can watch this team. It lowers the barrier
0: of entry. lowers the barrier of entry at bars. lowers the barrier of of entry everywhere, really.
1: Absolutely. I mean, yeah, most bars are going to have a a premium cable package. They're going to have the substation. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's a huge partnership i think this is the first step of many Mm. um from my understanding they're using the espn plus feed so uh (laughs) we
0: got to talk about that that's probably where we should start talking about the match
1: the yeah Uh, well so if we want to segue to the match from that the terrible feed that we saw on espn plus would still come through if you're watching it
0: what a great introduction to uh
1: (laughs) I, i gotta tell you my first thought of this I'm watching the game at my sister's house in Cedar Rapids because we went over there for Easter. Yeah, and I'm watching the game, and my first thought was, "Is their internet this crappy?" Because uh, I, yeah, I have never, I have never watched ESPN Plus at their house before, so I thought, "Well, maybe it's their terrible internet." Nope. It, then I on every social media
0: platform and everybody's like what's wrong with this feed so (laughs) yeah yeah you and i you and i texted about this yeah (laughs) because i was like man this is like really glitching hard here and like i've been having some (laughs) i've been i can't turn off so i have a samsung smart tv it's been great Has a native ESPN app, and I cannot turn off the closed captioning. It just turned on a few weeks ago, oh. and I cannot turn it off. i like, like, looking online, the instructions segment, like the area is not there. They're like, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no way, to, no way to actually turn it off that I know of. If you know, please hit me up. Um, and so I'm like, well, maybe it's because I'm running it through my phone, I'm casting it to the TV, maybe it's yeah. a problem. And then, like, no. and then the delay, like, you know, you'd see the corner kick. And then you'd see it again as they zoomed out, and then you realized. At some point, I realized the audio is on the close camera feed.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: which was ahead. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That happened a couple times where
1: uh, a foul happened.
0: Right, and you'd be like, "How does he know this?"
1: Yeah, like, and, oh, or my. or you could even hear the crowd react to something, <laughs> and then you saw the video part of. And I, I mean, it was a significant, like, more yeah. than five second delay. Yeah, it was no, pretty it was... significant.
0: Uh, um, what a great what a great welcome to all the people it, who are watching for the first time on WWT. Yeah. i mean it cut out it, yeah it was just it was odd um
1: i don't know if i don't know if it was tormenta setup or what the setup was but I, I will say that we'll talk about the actual match a little bit but <laughs> if you wanted to watch this one back that's another deterrent from wanting bother. to watch it
0: I wouldn't bother um i i've been watching more championship matches since right. uh you know Most of our last season's team is thriving in that league. Yeah, Um, for sure. uh, And the quality is better. We really, like, I don't understand how cameras are such consistently low quality are still in circulation, providing modern sporting events anywhere.
1: Yeah, I I don't get it. Um,
0: Let's go back to talking about Eddie Gordon, though. Yeah, let's do Sorry,
1: I interrupted you. No,
0: no, 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 no. This has been great. Uh, I thought he was a highlight. Yeah. In the game, I thought he was great. Yeah, do you I can't believe they him, let him in a match without a name. Up. Like, what, what, what? Do you think? Do
1: you think him having played for Jay helps him jump into the team sooner than maybe if we had signed a different player right away? I
0: bet he's been in camp for months. It could be. That's my guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, but he also knows what Jay expects. So yeah. I wonder how much that helped him with the transition to being able to jump right into.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. It was an interesting, it's an interesting one. We've talked a bit on this pod about um, certain local players with certain distinctive head shapes who yeah. um, been in camp for a long time as well. And like, you know, I, who knows, who knows what's going on there. Um, but he stepped right in and looked great. I, he was a yeah. bright spot in the last half of that match, last third, whatever, whatever long he was in. I thought he was really good. And I yeah, I'm sure playing for Jay for a while has got to be useful. I'm sure he can come in and grasp. And I mean, I, I wasn't expecting him to be signed as a central midfielder. I think yeah. we were all kind of thinking this is maybe another option at right back, but it may still be, we yeah. don't know.
1: I mean, Uh, you know that they again it's jay i think that he only has to put uh positions on people because he's told to
0: (laughs) right right Um, right he's only (laughs) we only have a formation because he is required by the league to provide one. exactly he's not quite uh like total football
1: you know johan cruyff like everybody doesn't have a position because you can play any position on the field but Jay comes as close as you can without actually playing total football. I
0: think that's a. I think that's another good segue. Do you think Jay got the personnel right, or uh, in the right places for that game? So okay, specifically, so let's talk okay. this lineup. Yeah. So uh,
1: our our back line outside of Claudio is the same. Is three out of the four have been the same ones for the first few yep. matches. Yeah. I don't think.
0: I think Claudia looked fine. I thought I, 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 I mean, we kept a clean sheet. Yep. But you know, it's first game all season. We haven't, didn't live in a goal. You got to give him a little bit of credit for that. The, really hard time. Think it's Alex tush's fault they we're giving up three goals in the first two games. But credit, like credit where credit's due.
1: I think the only thing that maybe been that Alex may have done a little bit better job of was that first that the one the uh, the one attempt Tormenta had that went off the crossbar. Mm. and had it been like a quarter of an inch lower probably would have bounced off the crossbar and into the goal or off of Shido's back and into the goal oh. and yeah. that was claudio's side and he was on the ground trying to stop the ball when it went up and over so but i mean it didn't go in so yeah. it is what it is um i'm i'm still not convinced uh, we were talking about this earlier, but I'm still not convinced our fullback selection is what we think it's going to be. Um, I, my, my comparison with Ryan versus Dami is Dami was a defensive player that knew how to play offense.
0: Yeah. Although, you know, he's playing like forward now. He's playing like yeah. for, so but, <laughs> but Ryan is an
1: offensive player. That's never been asked to play much defense. And now he's been yeah. put into a defensive position. And I think it shows in, his his tendency to get burned a few times.
0: Yeah, because he's when still, he, he's you know he is not. Learning. Yeah, I again they kept a clean sheet, but yep, it's also one of the. It's also
1: I don't like yeah. to say it this way because as Camille said on Discord, we really at this point in the season shouldn't think of any games as easy games. However, <laughs> we kept a clean sheet against Tormenta. Mm-hmm. Had that been you know Greenville had it been even uh Fuego which is coming up this Saturday
0: yeah
1: I I think that him getting burned like that could I think it could cost us eventually um more than we more than us giving up a penalty that may or may not have been a penalty
0: (laughs) yeah yeah, Um, exactly
1: exactly The the, I think the other thing that was noticeable was leaving Dion out uh
0: for uh was it for geo kind of kind of because so, they they pushed, yeah, Hugo they go out hugo went to the side joe yeah. Brito switch sides no he stayed right hugo okay played left yeah yeah so hugo played left and then geo came in up top with noe right so in a sense that was your replacement i I said this also
1: on Discord when we were all kind of lamenting this match. I think mm. that what Joe ended up doing was filling Dion's role, which is Dion kind of is the winger that doesn't always play on the wing Yeah, because Ryan covers him. But I think what hurt us is Joe was doing that, but Amir is not the guy that gets up and has the speed to be able to backtrack. And so on Joe's side, on the right side, there wasn't as much coverage. So when Joe played a lot in the Central, there wasn't a lot on that right-hand side of our formation of, of defensive coverage. And I think that Dion had the has the ability when he's on the left to come into the center because of Ryan's ability to get forward and have the speed to backtrack and, and catch up if he needs to. So I, I think that part of the personnel hurt us. I think if you're going to do that, you flip, you put Joe and Ryan on the same side then.
0: Mm, yeah. And you know, I I felt Hugo was a little bit anonymous in this game. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I think Geo the skill that I've seen from Geo that I really like is his ability to run directly at players. Yep. And like what I, I'd like to I would have liked to have seen those two swapped. Yeah. You, you know, and I think mean, and Noah and Hugo have had successful partnerships, right? Yeah. Scored two goals and exactly. together up top. Well, and I think geo
1: doesn't get to play his game up when he's up top at least the way that we have our forwards play yeah i mean that he's uh he's not having them take the ball you know as like a false nine and taking the ball up from part of midfield jay likes those guys to be up on the edge in the box you know he wants crosses to go in so it's it's hard
0: well and and like you know, again, the comparisons between 2020, Evan and Ethan floated around those positions for Mm -hmm. a long time until we settled on Ethan is a right midfielder and Evan is a forward. Right. You know, and then things really came together. Now, I
1: will say in in Jay's defense, we've had two road games and he's come away with a point from each. Right. And you have how many more games do we have left at this point? Twenty-eight.
0: Yeah, twenty-eight. Well, twenty-nine 30. if you count at least one open more open yep. game.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, for league matches, when you have twenty-nine thirty matches left, and you you have two points. I, I posted the table the other day uh, in our little group. Five, and it's points like,
0: with five points off first place already. Right, and and so much so much has
1: time to play. So I, I can't fault Jay for trying something, especially knowing that he has three matches in a week. Uh, and
0: and two ones two ones that are bigger than that one,
1: yeah, for sure. I think that I think sh- Tuesday, I think tomorrow is going to be huge. Um, yeah, going against a team that doesn't have a tendency to score a lot of goals anyway. Um, don't give them up either, but they don't score a ton of goals. Yeah,
0: yeah. You seven. Could, they yeah. they've they've scored five and let in two in seven yeah. matches. That was from Rich's now today. That, that wpahmedia.com.
1: Sure. That game. Uh, we'll talk about a little more later i think but yeah I, that game has the potential to go 120 minutes plus penalties depending on how it falls so i
0: think everyone's being very optimistic on that
1: yeah, but fair.
0: but <laughs> i'll i'll lay i'll lay why on you in a few yeah. <laughs> um
1: and then i think that we have to be ready for for fuego coming in they've, yeah, Tom they've flashy, a big deal yeah well and they've been flashy on offense uh they have not played on our size of pitch, but that may either be a really good thing for us or it could be a very dangerous thing for us. So,
0: yeah,
1: um, I, I don't know that the personnel was wrong. To answer your question more directly, I don't know the personnel was wrong. I think the positions the personnel were put mm. in, didn't, yes, yes, didn't lend themselves to yes. the right. I but totally if, agree. If this game was in July, I would be a little bit more upset with Jay than the second game of the season going on a three-game road stretch at this point yeah i mean let's Uh, let's
0: see it let's see it let's see what happens the next two games before we start yeah you know uh how about kamal malcolm huh (laughs)
1: yeah we were texting and we were both like okay
0: okay i get it i get why (laughs) we've been going after this guy for three years now (laughs) yeah i mean i think one
1: his skill alone was impressive but like
0: just, wow. Well, and the guy hacked him to pieces. Like yeah. Nebhard should have been, I said this one as well. <sighs> bye bye. That should have been a red card. The other foul shouldn't have been, but like, I don't know what the ref is doing. Tormenta should have been at 10 men for the last 20 minutes of that match. I'm not sure the right guy got the red card, but yeah.
1: Um, Sidebar. If we mm-hmm. think our refing's bad. I posted a, a video on Twitter, retweeted a video on Twitter of, uh, Anthony Martial getting fouled from behind, getting injured. And it was neither a card nor a foul in, this, in the game. And I was like, this ref should never have another match. Yeah, I so was uh, speaking as about, bad as it is
0: for us. I was watching is- NBA basketball yesterday. I was folding laundry and uh, it was the Celtics game. And like this guy gets a bloody nose. Um, oh, what's his name? brown okay galen brown gets a bloody nose from a play and he's like they have to stop the play and no foul was called he's just like down on the floor four on five like whatever so they call time after the play it's like getting his nose fixed and the ref is there talking to him it's like how in the world do you explain to a guy why his nose getting like yes. so bloody the guy and like you know two minutes after they stuff his nose just like blood all over his face they have to stop play again and it's like yeah well i didn't really see that as a foul i don't you right. know, like what do you even say? I guess it was legal contact with your nose. Your nose shouldn't have been there. Like, <laughs> um, so you know, refereeing uh, is refereeing, right? Like, yeah, it's it tough. Does. So, I
1: mean, I guess I'm just kind of going through the team's thread. First of all, end game stats. Oh, you want a data
0: dump? You want a data dump?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll tell you what the team put out there, and then we yeah. can talk about because I it's related. Bit, let me tell you. I also don't think the team stats either the team stats were wrong or the halftime stats were wrong. I don't know which because halftime stats
0: almost always wrong.
1: Yeah, because at at halftime we we had eight shots, eight shots. Mm -hmm. But then the team's final stat said we had eight shots, and I know we had shots after the after halftime. But uh, 50-50 for possession, it looked that way. Yeah. Um, I a friend of mine texts me uh who's kind of I mean, more of a casual fan actually i told him about the pause. so shout out justin Holes. um you might know justin he was at one
0: time. yeah really familiar yeah so and justin's like i'm watching it on my phone at <laughs> uh just- justin i'm sorry i never got back to you about djing your wedding that was a thing <laughs> i just did one time
1: <laughs> there you go um and he was like he said i don't understand why they look so disjointed and my response was both teams are low possession. Well, I, my, my theory at the time was both teams are low possession teams that like to, to attack on the counter. Mm. And that tends to make games look like they did in that game.
0: <laughs> right. You it, can't both not possess the ball at the same time.
1: Right. It, it reminded me of a couple of our matches against Madison last year because when Madison was less uh, attack-minded than they seem to be this year. Yeah. And where it was just like and to get
0: through a few coaches to get there, but they got, yeah.
1: there. but it, you know, it just looked that way. Uh, neither team had stellar passing stats, but ours were under 60%. Um, and even on fouls, I mean, the, the I think the concerning stat that we've both talked about through two league matches is the fact that we have been six, like 65% com- passing conclusions. Uh, oh man, are you ready
0: for a data dump, Ryan? Let's do it. All right, this is where we would do some like cool graphics and music. Data Oh, Okay. So this year we are eleventh in the league currently, with fifty-nine percent passing accuracy, which is like ten plus points. No one is in the sixties. The next highest team is seventy <laughs> percent. It gets worse. So I tracked passing accuracy last year and last year only to be fair. Yeah. Um, so I didn't do the first year and uh, oh yeah, I stopped at game 24 last year out of what, 28? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so of the of the games I have data for, the only time that we were below or our low for last year when I tracked, and I'd imagine this is our low overall because last game I tracked is when we lost to Greenville and we basically never lost again and trounced the living you know what out of everybody after that game. Uh, oh, yeah. So 65.1% our um, home draw on 4th of July against Chattanooga. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't cracked 60% this year for passing accuracy. It's so that's very bad. Yeah. Well,
1: and I think two things are playing into this. Uh, one, it was something – I'm going to I'm going to shout this out for Camille since she's not on this podcast and uh she'll have another game to talk about so she won't get the chance to to yell about it then but lucky her the 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 tendency in this match for the long ball was especially after the 73rd minute when they went down a man and they never looked like they were actually down a man cuz yeah. we just kept hoofing the I mean it looked like soccer you read about from when the sport was first invented like <laughs> knock the ball down the field and let it roll downhill at st james park because they built the stadium on a hill and you knew which way the ball was going to roll type thing like it just we don't have the players up top right now that control the ball well enough to launch the ball that way we had guys that were dead tired because of multiple reasons and and we continued after being up a man to just keep launching the ball forward and it one that lowers your passing accuracy because it's a lower percentage pass
0: yeah yeah you're just basically tossing it up in the air
1: right but also it it just it didn't lead like i at some point you got to change your strategy when it's not leading to anything happening and i think that was the frustration watching the game was you try it a few times and nothing happens and we i mean in the first half we had some legitimate chances uh, hugo had a nice chip shot that he tried in uh jp hit one off the post that looked like almost like domi's penalty last year where it hit the post and just yeah. went across the face of the goal i mean we had legitimate chances that weren't going in and then all of a sudden we just decided it was time for long ball uh, yeah. and and their center backs and their defenders are all taller than our offensive players so we were losing all of those aerial duels at that point too it just the strategy wasn't making sense for what personnel and who was on the field and who you're playing against. Um, yeah. you know, it just, I, I was shocked
0: now. A couple of corrections just real quick. Yeah. yeah. One we had almost 62% passing accuracy in Madison Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's Irk Russell Park, not Eric Russell. I think I just saw mm-hmm. Eric Russell because uh, my first job out of college, I worked with a guy named Eric Russell. Anyway, let's resume.
1: I'm ninety-five percent sure we all thought it was Eric Russell because uh, we all just saw the imaginary eye after yeah, the ER. We all
0: yeah. see what we want to see.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess first half. Not that there's a ton to talk about. Uh, we had a couple of yellow cards. It is what it is. Um, I think Shido Shido made team of the week. Uh, he had some really good saves. Yeah, but I uh, he mean, he was
0: save. he was that that one on the free kick was very impressive. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's what I was just gonna bring up. This free kick save. Um, there's a couple open play shots too that he if he wouldn't have had safe hands, we probably mm-hmm. would have been giving up a rebound. And,
0: you know, we've been we've been knocking the team for their long ball strategy, but like boy, can he put the ball long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean
1: my thing is from a keeper, I don't mind it because that's kind of their game. I mean, our one, Shido is not a play the ball the back keeper we don't i mean he'll do it but if he has a ball and he can <laughs> there, there have it,
0: been times where it looks like he sure thinks he is Yeah,
1: <laughs> but he's definitely the keeper that if he can if he has the opportunity to punt the ball he should be and absolutely absolutely especially if you got guys like ricky hugo guys like that running up top that are faster kamal yeah kamal i mean if if he's launching the ball like that we're going to be okay um but yeah, well-deserved team of the week for Shido. He this was one of his best matches in quite a while individually. I think last year a lot of his plaudits came because of the defense in front of him. I think Saturday was because he is a great keeper and he showed why why it was important for us to bring him back. Um yeah, Hugo had the chip shot. Um Connor keeps thinking he's gonna score that. 25 30 yard banger he tried another one in the first half
0: yeah i mean you know we need we need to do something i guess yeah um you know, the
1: the bright moment of the match was jp's uh it hit off the bar that nearly went in there off the post <sighs> and in in a game like this
0: you, you only have so you, many you, uh, yeah no you gotta i mean but it could have been it could have been Cheeto's safe i mean
1: i agree Okay. Uh, but they, have, they also have their sponsored safe hands.
0: Ah, uh, uh, Good for them. Out there hustling. Um,
1: I think one thing that is, has been common through our first, you know, our one open cup and our two league matches is Joe Brito, uh, Brito's service has been on point.
0: He's, uh, he's, he's uh, you know, trying to keep up our reputation as crossing Kings in the league. I mean, but he finds people. Yeah,
1: uh, he, no, no, he's, He finds JP, his, his service from corners has been really good. I, I've i been, I know all of us saw Dion's highlights and knew that that guy could get his head up quick and really fire crosses in. But I think Joe is his equal on the other side for a younger player. He's, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, really I think,
0: good. you know, I alluded to this and I, I think we can, there's there's other times mm-hmm. to talk about this, but I think, um, I feel like Joe is an example of the type of player... I thought we would, you know, last year we might have gotten a couple of Joes, or two years ago right. we might have gotten a couple of Joes, and and now some of those players are probably in MLS next.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I, I but, think though, after, I think after a couple of years of MLS next, I think that we're going to see the player pool come back our way.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, that's I, I think it's like that's a whole other pod because I, I think there's like all sorts of interesting things like, you know. Do you take it seriously, like Columbus Crew, and just buy as many great players from you from the yeah. other third division league as you can? Or like, well, know.
1: but then you also wonder how many of these players, you know, if, if Joe went to MLS next first instead of us, yeah, and then realizes after a couple seasons, I'm not even sniffing MLS, I'm just stuck in this team, right? right. Those I'm guys playing are going to be ready 25 games
0: on? this uh, year on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., like, right. This or how much different playing. than if I just like gone and gotten a real job. <laughs> well, and I can go play in front of real crowds. Uh yeah. Probably better competition. We we joked so. about this with uh the menace goalkeeper, right? But like yeah. part of the fun of that has to be like I'm getting heckled, right? Like I'm here doing this. This, this
1: real is real crowd I want.
0: Yeah. That's part of being professional. Yeah. Um
1: I so I mean second half again there's not a lot to talk about yeah, Anything, i think
0: we've covered all the highlights
1: this the one highlight we didn't talk about which is the weirdest stat we always give jay a hard time about but we had subs yeah. in the 65th minute we had three, like, three of them
0: at once three three changes at once in the 65th minute which like he was watching you know premier league over the winter or something yeah well maybe he was i don't know <laughs>
1: uh but that's when we saw uh, kamal come on for Noe. Yep. um Ricky came on for Geo and then that's when Eddie came on for JP. Yeah. Uh I I think JR kind of alluded to this in his column a little bit, uh, that we uh WGHmedia.com, subscribe, you'll get those articles. But JR kind of alluded to, you know, maybe this has something to do with what we see in Chicago. I I think some of it is. I think yeah, I have a hard time seeing Jay not start JP. (laughs) Um
0: just if jp's fit i mean is he not yeah. the first name on the team list maybe sure i mean maybe Shido, but yeah
1: outfield player though for sure I yeah mean, jp's got to be that guy outside of the only other two that i think are guaranteed on on their tomorrow is going to be dalton and uh touche i think they start in the middle again but other than that i mean and connor obviously is our captain yeah 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 but but i mean i i think that subbing jp out was definitely a let's save his legs a little
0: bit yeah guy came off with a knock at the end of last game right exactly um jp jp spent a lot of time this would have been a data dump topic previously but he spent a lot of time way more like way further into the box playing that mm -hmm. frank lampard role if you will like very attacking midfield Look, I mean, you can come up with a better example of uh, you know, midfielder <laughs> who scores goals than, like, by all means. Please suggest <laughs> it. And I'll start using it. But... Uh, <laughs> I just, like, giving you a hard time. Eight seasons game. in a row of 20 goals says it That's all. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, no, he was just, like, in and about the box.
1: Like, yeah. I
0: like that as a strategy. I think that can pay off for us this season. Well, especially with when we had JP
1: on last week, and he's like, you know, I don't really know Kamal in the air, and it's like...
0: Unless you're pulling on corners. I don't think pulling... we're going to see Kamal in the air. No. Based on, I mean, again, low-quality visuals, but. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's his game.
1: So, I mean, to have a midfielder that can get in the box, that can be there to, to get headers, I, I think that you need that. Um, I honestly, I know, I know Kamal came on for Noe. I wouldn't be sad to see Kamal start against Chicago just to have a more experienced striker up top. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it was Kamal and Hugo or Kamal and Noe, I think we're okay.
0: I yeah, mean, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think, I think it, it'll be – I think it'll be interesting. Yeah. What uh, – you got a prediction? Well, first, let's talk about – that red card happened. Oh, yeah, the red – oh, yeah, yeah, we can wrap this up. The red card happened I – mean, Yeah, As 73rd
1: seems soft it, on that yeah, one. I, yeah, I mean, we, again, we were texting – and the game
0: that was a total makeup call. I mean, I think absolutely. And I don't it, know, again, I, it's interesting. Like I said that, and then I was like, Well, does he think about it a third time? And then it's like, Man, I should have sent that guy off. Or I like, does like, I mean, there's no VAR. It's not like they went to the locker room and rewatched it at halftime and was like, Oh shit. Like this guy well, just like kicked, I think, kicked a man. I think what's what's interesting is. He,
1: I know there were early cards, but the fouls he started calling later in the match, which is kind of the reverse of how you see it. Yeah. And it looked softer, like Kamal's yellow. Uh, I was like, how is this a yellow card? Mm-hmm. I know I'm a
0: homer, but I mean, we're saying, I don't think it was a red card. when, it, no, when the, it the, the, Nebhard, the Nebhard thing, I saw that and I was like, he's gone. He just like, it wasn't a professional foul, right? Like Kamal's about to no, yeah. burn him, turn him into Cheeto dust and he like instead of just pulling him down he kicks him like yeah. in the upper leg or whatever right it, like yeah, it yeah. wasn't it wasn't a professional foul and he got booked like it was a professional foul right and then everything else is like again maybe a professional foul maybe just a foul and there's cards and like it was it, I, I just I think the referee uh lost the plot as they say on that I, I, one i just felt
1: like kamal I'm not a. am not against the one on his on the sideline when he got carded being a foul. Yeah. Yeah. But for that to be a yellow card, I was like the dude's been on for 15 minutes. I don't know how this is considered it's not consistent infringement. Yeah. So I, it was just weird. But um yeah, Alex uh Alex Bruce came on for Hugo. Yep. Uh so we saw Alex uh Bruce again. Um but you know, I mean I don't know. Like I said before, I just got frustrated because we went what have been seventeen minutes. Yeah, it was seventy third minutes. So at least at yeah. least twenty minutes, and then we had five added on. So I mean, we're talking twenty two ish minutes.
0: That's a, that's an episode of network television.
1: Yeah, right exactly. I mean, yeah. it's it's, it's twenty two minutes uh, up a man where we did not seem to threaten their goal
0: at all. No, um, now now, do you think that lineups ever played together? even in a scrimmage it didn't look that way i mean (laughs) again not a lot of evidence that it had (laughs) yeah again the conversations
1: that we were having uh on discord and between us and stuff i think that a lot of people agree with us or at least a lot of the people in the wgh media empire Mm. tend to agree with us i think that uh i was just scrolling through some of what we were talking about but I mean, yeah, I just I think that we looked we looked frantic, we looked like we weren't sure what to do, uh, mm-hmm. whether it was the refing, whether it was the the guys together, we just we never looked cohesive. And I, I think the stats you you brought up, the ones I, I think that all shows and how the game played out. I mean, when you have fifty, what was it fifty seven percent, fifty six percent passing completion. Um, you know, we we are, are we we know that any time that that possession number is above, you know, 45, we tend to look worse. Um, so 50 percent possession does not play into our game well. I just they didn't look like they were ready to play a game where the other team was also a counterattacking team, which somewhat worries me about tomorrow. Oh, is this the big segue? Yeah. Not yeah, sure. not that not that Chicago is a quote unquote, counterattacking team, but they are very defensively sound. Um, and that is not just because they have an FC Cologne uh, former defender playing for them and captaining their team.
0: Well, let's like like from our perspective, right? We look at last year, and now we know, not only was that a championship winning side, it's a side where most of the players are now playing in the championship. Oh, for right? sure. Like, like that, we had a that team is is proving
1: what Jay has said that there's not much of a difference talent wise between one and none, championship.
0: None. I mean, the only player who seems to be slightly struggling at the higher level is um, Devin. Devin. Yeah. And and I I don't know why I'm not watching those games. He, he just doesn't seem to be getting minutes. Uh, I also don't think
1: Memphis is as good of a team as where the others went
0: but like but yeah evan is contributing for San Diego Loyal mm-hmm. uh Dommy and
1: uh he started on the weekend and scored in like 2 minutes didn't he 2 minutes yeah.
0: yeah he's he's now scored both goals on both his debuts uh so so they're contributing i mean i've been watching a lot of Sac- Sacramento Republic they are a super fun team to watch like yeah. they, like everybody start watching them on saturday nights so fun yeah, um sure. You know, Phoenix Rising's class program. Greg's consistently in the rotation, scored again. He scored, man. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch that the goalie scored, but like, mm. mwah, so good. Back to front. It was like, it was like a better version of the goal he and Chido scored last year together. Oh, nice. Like, it was like back to front in five seconds. Like, the goalie awesome. made a lights out save and like, sub 10 seconds later greg's burying the ball in the back of the net oh, side note greg if you're still watching one thanks we still love you we miss you for sure but two you made this big point about how you have like you have you can do more things in front of goal than just like the types of goal we've seen but like i'm ready to see them now because you're still scoring these goals where you get in behind the defense <laughs> and <start> goals. <laughs> Same i mean goal. it's,
1: it's okay to the to have a type of game you have yeah. i mean guys yeah. make my guys have made long careers out of playing that type of role yeah
0: so and uh, and when he's not doing well he's like working his ass off out there like he didn't he yeah. didn't get well reviewed by Fot bob in the uh, game against loyal but like he was running down every i mean he was working working super hard Anyway, the yeah. point of this is we don't know the level of the guys we have right now the best we can tell is we're a we're a somewhere in the third division team and mm-hmm. Chicago is definitely a MLS team and the level between MLS and third division is has grown right yeah. and so I, I think
1: I think that well we've talked about a lot that had last year's team had this opportunity we probably oh, would have felt a lot more confident oh, but man. yeah very I also think that Jay signed guys with the intention of these aren't just one and done, you know, no, no offense to Greg. I understand why he made the choice. He did. He came to us to get to the level he's at
0: and I'm happy for him. Yeah. Um, But you you know, Greg was also the last piece we needed. mm -hmm. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like he was, he was a finishing piece after a building year.
1: Absolutely. And I think,
0: and now we're back in a building year. Exactly. With, less confidence because we haven't like, you know, we went to uh, salt Lake city in February, mm-hmm. 2020, and we did great. Mm-hmm. And we went to Minnesota and we beat yep. Minnesota. And then we had COVID, which was like a bunch of time, but like, we were all so full of like confidence and swagger at that point, like both fan base and team that yep. like, you know, they were, they were ready to go. And like, I, I, I don't think if, know if we're there right now.
1: If this roster had been our initial roster, yeah, I think we would have had the same level of optimism about where this could go that we did in 2020. But I, I feel think like,
0: like, I mean, in we part get, because our first two results have been pretty darn close to exactly same.
1: Yeah, uh, no well, draw and a score draw. <laughs> well, and not only that, but I think that we now have enough enough data points to look back at to know what it can look like when it's mm-hmm. really humming what it looks like with certain types of players in that team yeah and we already are doing the i mean i did in this podcast already you know jay's trying to turn ryan into Tommy, yeah. right and he's not Tommy. Yeah. i i think that jay is looking at hugo like evan right well some or know like, like
0: evan or whatever yeah. right like yeah but But I think that kind of turned JP scarce to the JP scarce. Right.
1: (laughs) I think the difference, though, with this season is no one knew what to expect from us in season one, Mm. and we kind of slid into second place. I mean, we could have easily finished out of the top two that season if some results don't go our way. And I mean, we literally it came. We don't live in that world,
0: though. We live in this one.
1: Yeah. But you know, and then. I think the hard part for a lot of fans is last year we have that recency bias of yeah. last year's team was so yeah. damn good. Yeah. And like and maybe we
0: didn't even appreciate how good they were.
1: I don't think we appreciated the facts that we got to see Evan Conway become the pro he's probably gonna become.
0: Or or yeah. I mean this, that, or I mean, the other thing with like so many players from that roster. And like but, it who is, you know, I what I was thinking tonight is I was uh putting a child to bed was maybe that guy who was like we shouldn't let all of our good players go maybe that guy was right after all
1: (laughs) i mean the reality is is yeah we shouldn't but we also all we've talked to this a lot but we all need to be honest of like where we are in the world
0: of soccer at this point and and i think you know we came off of like such an intense high like those playoff games like everything came together and like, oh man, like a hot knife through butter, right? Nine, I mean, yeah. nine, one against two playoff teams I, in our
1: league. In, it, I don't, I don't, th- I mean, this is going to sound like hyperbole, but I don't think that you're
0: going to see that for a while from a league one standpoint. Oh, no, no, I don't think that's, I think that's true. I, I think all these things that we've been texting and talking and chatting about, yeah. about like, is the league diluted? Like all this stuff is true, but yeah. But bringing it back to our team, we, we could get there. We don't know, right? Like, you know, in Jay, we trust for sure. Well, and we're trying to make –
1: we're making some, like, very overarching comments off of three games. Various. Um, percent. Yeah. I mean
0: – 59% you know, we, passing accuracy.
1: <laughs> here's the thing about passing accuracy, yeah, though, yeah. too, is that is something you can improve on. I mean mm-hmm.
0: – and you know, you know what? Like it doesn't. As long as you're scoring goals and winning games, it doesn't really matter. And that's the thing too. Is like,
1: I've watched the not Barcelona themselves, but those types of teams where yeah, yeah, all they kind do of is like watching Barcelona myself. Yeah, as well. but but those teams that do nothing but pass and possess yeah. the ball and yeah. pass teams to death, they don't always win those games
0: either. Like, no, oh, I remember, I remember. uh Wow, we don't need to tell more Chelsea yeah. stories. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I, yeah, let's yeah. So tomorrow uh,
1: at Soldier Field, seven o'clock.
0: Yeah. Um, you want a pessimistic I, prediction? Yeah, let's go with you first. What do you think in tomorrow? Worst loss in club history. One. That's a super low bar. Yeah. So more. Right? Than, that's like that's loss? like we give up two goals. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say our worst and score loss none. In club, yeah. <laughs> But I, I do think I'm, I'm optimistic about being wrong, but I am on a being right for sports hot streak. Because in my cycling fantasy game, I nailed a 65-1 to 1 pick this weekend. Nice. So um. I think, you know, I, I think it – I'll be honest. Anything short of the worst loss in club history tomorrow night, and I'm going to feel great.
1: As I, as I said, when we brought this up last week with JP on, um, I think we're kind of in a no lose situation here. Absolutely. Uh, If we lose two or three nil, people are going to go, yeah, you're third tier soccer. You lost an MLS team three nil.
0: Yeah. And and we're going to go, it's a new team. They're still learning how to play with each other. Like, you know, give us this shot in two months and and we could have done better. Um,
1: I think if we lose one nil, uh, even in regular time, yeah, I think that that gives the boys a ton of confidence, yeah, if we somehow lose one nil after extra or in extra time, like you know, after the regular time we go to overtime, I think that gives you even more confidence, yeah, uh, I don't know I haven't seen enough penalties. I know that Luke and those guys who went down to sporting got to see penalties, and it didn't sound like it went super well. <laughs> um, but. If we somehow make it to penalties and you lose on penalties to an MLS side. But yeah. I mean great. And obviously, if we somehow sneak out a win, that's I mean, let
0: me give you an optimistic. Let me give you an optimistic take now. Now that I've gotten the pessimism out of my system. I like it. This will be the first game that we've played all season where it does not matter that we are the league one champions because i promise you chicago fire does not give a f that we won a cup last year (laughs) no i because they are gonna like they don't have any history with us as a club they're our fans haven't bothered their fans are you know like whatever right like none of that has happened they're gonna look at our roster and be like okay Mm -hmm. let's go out there and win well and staying on the optimism train here yeah Evan Conway never scored a hat trick against them in what was supposed right. to be the last game at their home stadium. I think
1: I think that Yet. I think that those type that's the reason why upsets tend to happen in these types of cups. You know, that's why you see them in England with the several cup yeah. game, things Chelsea, they have.
0: Chelsea made it to the FA Cup final, right? Yesterday. Okay. Uh, they mentioned that that game was the first uh premier league side they'd played yeah exactly Yeah, in the semifinals right so so i mean the the upsets happen because
1: of of reasons like that you have a team like chicago that's like okay tier three we don't have to take them seriously and our guys can play loose because they know it's really a win-win for them no matter what they get to play against better talent than they probably are going to play for the rest of the season good pitch yeah. Good pitch. They're they're playing in a good area. They're getting that big exposure. Um the if you play loose, sometimes you sneak in a goal.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think well, I, I, I don't know if I text you this or I put it on Discord, but this is this is the type of game I can see us winning by scoring a goal early and defending our asses Yeah. Off
0: well, I, I think going back to that like 75 we don't minutes, don't have a target on our back thing. Right there's no expectation that we come in there and do anything except let them possess the ball. And like in, in that regard, for the first time all season, we will be in a position to play our game the way we want to play it. Exactly. And we would be able to be comfortable because we're comfortable without the ball. Right. And like, you know what? 65% passing is fine because we're only going to have 120 passes. And we
1: have, I know they have, Shakiri and you know, different players, but Shakiri. But we have, I mean, we have Connor who's played MLS, yeah, we have Dion who's played professionally in Iceland, yep, you know, uh, we have Kamal who has played at high level all over the world, all over. I mean, it, it's not like we're coming in with a bunch of, of college kids that have never played pro before, no, uh, JP, just a handful. <laughs> With that, just a handful of them, yeah. but but you got you know JP and Dalton have both and Rashid played, and Rashid they played three four years at this level, um won championships.
0: Know. They've they have won yeah. professional championships. Amir has a lot of experience. I mean he has too. <laughs> yeah, the the thing that we
1: I, I think the place where I struggle is our offensive side of the ball. I. I feel like we can trust the defense to a certain level. What I worry about is do we have – we don't have a guy like Greg or Evan who's going to pop up and just get a but goal. Let's say,
0: but, I mean, let's say Kamal's that guy. I mean, like, let's say Kamal is that guy. And, like
1: okay. – If Kamal scores a goal against the Chicago Fire, I think it's going to be really hard for anybody to justify him not starting that position the
0: rest of the season. Well, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to start that position for the rest of the season anyway. Like, I'm – I just – but I, 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 I don't – like okay if we lose two to one pure facts here that I can I can I mean again facts that people told me whatever (laughs) but but we the reason we had an international roster spot an extra one that we purchased from Chattanooga Mm -hmm. in 2020 was because Kamal Malcolm was supposed to come here and then COVID happened yeah, and so we liked him enough as Jay liked him enough as a player to invest something in bringing him here. Absolutely, I don't know what's happened since then in terms of us investing in him, but he's he's not going to sit on the bench. <laughs> now <laughs> we've yet to well, see Johnny Willis. So and I knows? think <laughs> and I think last
1: year, had we not had the opportunity to bring Greg in, I think Jay probably would have made that the same move. Like he yeah. probably would have gone for yeah. the ball. But when you have the opportunity especially once connor came here to recruit greg over at that point yeah what do you oh yeah i'm bringing
0: greg was proven at our level i mean it's just what it was um we have a greater need for that to fill that position this season anyway so
1: my my understanding is that uh chicago have been starting their 17 year old goalkeeper Mm. so chris Chris brady no oh uh, the other one Gabriel Sloney, or however you say his last name. So, I mean, part of that too that helps us is while he's been playing MLS games and he's had that experience, I don't know that the reason why they're keeping clean sheets is because they have a good goalkeeper. Has, he ever, has he
0: ever done it on a Tuesday night against a couple of guys from UNL? I don't hey,
1: know. No. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> uh, definitely not since he's 17. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> has not played on a field turf pitch and on a Tuesday night and yeah. the fall. Yeah. I, I just think, I think that Chicago just has really good back forward They're in front of a, a, a keeper that's young and is learning his craft. And I think that that's, that's going to be the key for us is if we can, can get clean shots on goal, we just got to hope something goes in.
0: Yeah. No. And I think. And I Here's the reality. Bunker in. And you, those long balls over the top are going to make a difference.
1: Here's the thing, though. You score one goal on Chicago, even if they come back in the second half and throw, like, I don't know. Three or four. <laughs> three or four on us. But if you lead for 45 to 60 minutes against an MLS team, that legitima- legitimizes a lot of what we're doing here. I, yeah. And I think that's the stuff we have to look at. I, Of course, I want to see us win. I would be more than over the moon if we – Found a way to beat an MLS team. Would you? Okay. Oh, here we go. What if?
0: Yeah, yeah. What if? Would you rather? Would you rather? Okay. We're we're gonna we're gonna play this two ways. One, you, Ryan legrand mm-hmm. Would you rather win Tuesday or Saturday this week? Tuesday. Yeah, I I, I think I'm inclined to agree. I.
1: If this question, I'm bringing be, a yeah. lot
0: of people to the game on Saturday.
1: But if that question was being asked at a different point in the season, depending on where we were, that my answer would change. But knowing that Saturday is our third match and there's a lot of time to make up ground, I would prefer that we beat. I think, I think the the positive capital of beating an MLS team for promotion of this team. I mean, we just talked well, about this the local is this broadcast. is the question.
0: Your your you know ownership leadership whatever, which one do you rather win? I do think, I do think the question, I do think the one is Saturday. Cause I think it makes, I think it's more important to win at home in front of people, your first time back home since you lifted the cup and it might be our first rainy game of the season. might be the first yeah, rainy
1: game ever. So I saw that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Warm rain, at least. The
1: thing is you beat Chicago on t- tomorrow. I keep mm-hmm. wanting to say on Tuesday and this tomorrow, but if, if we somehow find a way to beat Chicago, the espn plus broadcast that is the thing i mean that's going to be talked about uh ktv and hopefully now wwt they can bring that up on the news the casual
0: does Omaha it lead fans, does it lead this world herald page or is it some story about like a third string outside no, left it, tackle no.
1: It'll be it'll be why is Jabari Butler going to be the outside linebacker after this spring? That's what's going to happen, but that's a whole different story. But I, I think though you know Matt Foster getting on KTV at ten o'clock on a on Tuesday night, or if it goes to penalties and he has to talk about it on Wednesday, hmm. that the casual soccer fan that is like, oh, I am a Seattle Sounders fan, or uh you know sporting kc sporting kansas city colorado whoever it is i only follow my mls and my epl team or whatever wow uh the local team beat an mls team wow i've watched chicago this season they're pretty solid defensively and they actually (laughs) scored a goal on them like or are they boring to watch (laughs) but that's that goes a long way for them you know um And if you cap, I know this was a, would you rather? So it was only one or the other, but if we somehow win that and then capitalize that on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, we, it's shot to the moon at that point. Yeah. I mean,
0: let's, let's, uh, you got anything else? If not, that's a great note to end on.
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't have much else either. Um, do we, we can try the one last
0: question since it's just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. I have one last question for you. Do you have one last question for me? You go. Yeah. What's your last question? who gives a hoot we We do do.
1: (laughs) all right bye